Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win! Don't you open your mouth about the best. Oh, yo, I'm going to send it for you real quick. L-O-B. Listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. Lewis gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! mindset when you stepped in the batter's box? Go yard. I mean, I'm a pitcher. Why not swing as hard as I can? I got nothing to lose. It's nothing to man above. Don't put you in situations that you can't handle. Instead of saying, why me? They're saying, this is what he want me to do. And, uh, Cleveland! This is for you! The way we approach the game is the same way we approach life. You do the right thing. You make the right play. Make the right play. And in life, it's the same thing. What do you feel in your heart is the right thing to do? And you do that. You know, it seems so simple, but sometimes the simplest things are the hardest things to do. And um, uh, I think it's just that. Welcome to what? The game. Me. To me. going on everyone welcome back to another episode of what the game means to me back at it with some more college football talks and nfl talk um a lot of news this past this last past week um a lot of good games a lot of uh news in the in in just going around the sports world you know of course we got to hit on it and guys i got my guy here dad one half of the pod how you doing today man What's good, bro? Uh, Thursday, about the end of the week. It's, it's game day for me, but the start of a good sports week. So uh, glad to be back with our weekly show. Yeah, I don't know how many people watching that one tonight. I don't They'll know tune in because it's the only game on TV. They're not going to watch those college football games. They'll be locked in on the last two number one draft picks. So I think we'll have a good little audience for the first game of the season. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I might catch a little bit of it just to see. You said they did, we'll talk about it a little later, but like you said, they did play a little bit better last week, but still threw the game away. But uh um, like I said, definitely want to hop right into it. You know, we always start off with college football first, and this week is last week was kind of light on the you know loaded matchups, but it was still a good week of college football, all in all. Um, a lot of good games I was on TV, but this week we got I believe three top twelve um matchups. Yeah, three top 12 matchups this week, uh, a lot of SEC matchups. Some good games that we're going to get into. Um, and the first one, of course, I want to hit on. It's an early game. I'm guessing they didn't think it was going to be a, a a big-name game, um, you know, coming this time of the season. You know, obviously, we thought Georgia would be there, but I don't know if many people had Arkansas penciled in to be a top eight uh, squad. But uh, Georgia-Arkansas, 12 o'clock this Saturday. Um, what do you think about this one, Thad? A good matchup. You know, you hit the nail on the head. That's that's really what happened. They didn't expect – nobody saw Arkansas being the number eight team in the country. At all. And this matchup happened. You know, they've had some good wins. They beat Texas A&M last week. They beat Texas earlier on in the season. And uh, the coach that came from Georgia, he, he seems to have, you know, things rolling. And uh, mm. 
Fayetteville. So, but I think you know Georgia's the better team. I think they'll come out on top. Georgia finally has their quarterback that they can, you know, they're not just winning by a quarterback game managing and playing good defense. JT Daniels can make plays over the top, and they're only getting weapons back. You know, Pickett and other yeah. players will come back as the season goes along, hopefully in time for Florida. But nah. I think Georgia's just the, the better team, that. and this will, you know, Arkansas has been good so far. I think the program's on the rise, but this, they're not they're not there yet. So I, I see yeah. Georgia. You know, I'm going to give Arkansas a little bit of respect. I'm going to say Georgia 31-17. But it could, be, it could be bigger. Like, I'm, yeah. I feel like I'm going to really respect ugly. Arkansas because I don't know if they're really there yet, even though they have two quality wins on the season. And mm-hmm. Texas A&M, I don't know how they are with the backup quarterback. But, yeah. But it's a win is a win. And they were a top-10 team at the time. But I think, you know, the winning streak comes to end this week. What you got? Yeah, same here. I mean, honestly, I'm hoping it's a good game. Obviously, I'm hoping they get uh get upset. Fellas, my poor Aggies. What's up, Kenneth? Appreciate you for tuning in. But uh yeah, I uh like you say, your poor Aggies definitely uh what you call it? Arkansas got off to a hot start and y'all pretty much were done from the beginning of the game. I think it was like it was like 17 to 3 early on. I think in the first half, something like that. Yeah, but uh, I'm hoping it's a good game. I'm hoping, obviously, they upset them because, you know, that just does better for me and my Gators when it comes uh, time, I think, what, third, fourth week of uh, October? In my, um, it's the last week, October. Last week, yeah. When y'all yeah, play, when y'all play Georgia, it's always before Halloween. Yeah, it's always, yeah. I was about to say, like, what, 30th, 29th, 30th? Whenever it is, they'll have one loss, we'll have one loss. And then, more than likely, whoever wins, obviously, is going to go to the SEC championship. But, like you said, I don't know. We we said well, I said it last week. We both kind of said it last week. We don't know if they were there yet to to keep up with the Aggies offense and if they would be able to, you know, be in the game. We thought it could or at least I thought it could get ugly kind of quick. I didn't think they was up to the challenge, but I guess they showed that they were. Um, especially defensively. I know a lot of guys had big games um on that side of the ball, um, was able to stop the Aggies, you know, high power offense and everything. But, you know, this like you just said, this this weekend, this team is just a whole nother beast. Georgia, you know, obviously, you know, they're not they're the top program. They have wide receivers, they got running backs, they got everybody, and now they're getting back healthy. So it's it's looking like, you know, there's a lot of weapons that they're gonna have to account for. I don't know. Obviously, like I said they're not on the same level as the Aggies, but again, it's still gonna come down to play calling for Georgia because, you know, as I guess as they're getting play what playmakers back in the receiving game, they're starting to expand their playbook a little bit more. Obviously, they scored sixty two points with this past week. So you know, yeah. I can't say that they're they've been conservative with their play calling, but we said I don't I just don't know if Arkansas is up. It's going to be me second week saying in the row. I don't know if they're up for a challenge. You know, Georgia number two ranked um, school in the country. This is what two weeks in a row they've scored over fifty. I want to say so. Ooh, you UAB and Vandy. You said what? When they play, yeah, UAB yeah, and yeah, Vandy. Yeah, but I mean UAB and Vandy, but still, obviously, like, sixty-two points in the end of that. I had. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's going to be a decent game. I think it'll be a close game maybe in the beginning. I think eventually Georgia will start to run away with it, you know, just how college football games are. They'll start to, you know, big brother Arkansas, and it'll be over from there. But I think it'll be close early on, but they'll just run away with it in the end. Um, But obviously I'm hoping for the opposite because I would never root for the Georgia Bulldogs. But I guess I have to go with them winning this one in, in, in this matchup. But no. Yeah, you know what it is. They're uh, I feel like besides Bama, I think they're the only team that people have up there with mm-hmm. Bama. Nobody's up. Bama's by themselves, but Georgia's the closest team to Bama. Exactly. Yeah. And, and at, this at this point in the season, I was like, at this point in the season, like all the top teams, which we'll talk about later, have struggled and probably won't, you know, find their foot in this year at least. But uh, 
Next squad that we got Alabama versus Ole Miss, like you said, top dogs in the uh, you know college football world right now. But Ole Miss has had a really really good season. A lot of people like Matt Corral, um, you know, and their offense. They think that they possibly have a chance to you know at least be in the game with them this upcoming week. But what do you think? Um, shout out to Walker. I think that. <laughs> You know, Ole Miss, I was already on the train before he even was talking about him. I was a fan of Matt Corral and uh, Lane Kiffin. Their offense last year, they were pretty decent. They didn't win games. They put up points, but they couldn't stop anybody. That's Ole Miss. So, but, in year, you know, this year I have a different feeling. I know they, they haven't played too many crazy teams, but Matt Corral's, you know, the Heisman favorite. He's crept up on people. Uh, he hasn't thrown a pick this season. He has nine passing touchdowns. And uh, his favorite target, uh, Dontario Drummond, they've, they've been pretty good this year. But I don't, I don't know. It's tough. You know, they're in Tuscaloosa. If they were in Oxford, Mississippi, I think that, you know, they have a better game. Yeah. But, you know, they did it when they had Chad, Chad Kelly and uh, Treadwell. But I don't know, man. You know, that seems like we, hype, we hype these games up and then Bama wins 42 to 7. <laughs> like, I don't know. But this year, Matt Corral, I feel like it's tough because I want to, I want to say that they put on, they put on the show and they keep up, you know, they put up points and keep up with Bama, but yeah. I really don't think that would be the case. But I'm going to give Ole Miss a little respect. I think they put up some points, but they're not, you know, Matt Corral has his first couple of turnovers of the season and they lose 42 to 24. 42 to 24. Yeah. But, yeah, very possible. It's hard because it's yeah. a tough loser. Like, I, I just don't know. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, it's in Alabama. And once they say they get the ball first and they score first, that crowd going to be rocking. It's going to be ridiculous. Um, like you said, I, I think their offense will be able to put up a little bit of points. I mean, my my Florida Gators offense was able to put up some points eventually. They were find, able to find some success, and people were, after the game was like, oh, you know, they found Alabama's defense is as good as we thought. You know, they found some holes in, in their game, like all this other crazy stuff. But no, it's still Alabama. Still, they're still a great defense. Obviously, probably top five, top ten will be at the end of the year as well. So I don't think they're just going to let them go crazy, Um, even though Matt Corral is having a, a really good – beginning of the season but is then it comes down defensively can you i mean can you stop alabama's you know weapons like bryce young has played really really well even in high pressure situations this year their receiving core is ridiculous their running back core they turn them in and out they got what two three deep so like you said i think respect wise i think maybe it's the same thing as georgia arkansas maybe they're in the game early at least for the first half maybe a little bit into the third quarter and then you know, Alabama just going to do what Alabama does and, and kind of run with it, run away with it. But like you said, it, it really could be either way. It, it could be a close game to the end or it could just be one of these games that we're hyping up. It's a primetime game and then they end up getting blown out, you know, two, three, four touchdowns. And we're just like, oh, man. And But that's what Alabama does to other point, opponents. It's, it's just really nothing you can do about it. But, you know, who who, who knows? Definitely looking forward to a good game because, like I said, it, just another top 12 matchup and, you know, two high power offices that's going to be going against each other. And I guess whoever's defense is up for the task is going to eventually prevail in this one. I agree. You know, last thing I want to say before we move on, do you feel like Chad Kelly, uh, Matt Corral was a better college quarterback, like at this point than Chad Kelly? Cause he was able to pull it off. He did it in Tuscaloosa and he yeah. did it during the night game. So yeah, I feel like Matt Corral's in a better position because of his his coach, his play caller. I mm -hmm. mean, Hugh Freeze is not a bad coach, but Lane Kiffin, I think, is in a different you know element as offensive mind. So. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's the that's probably a difference right there. The, the offensive minds as as heading the the two different quarterbacks, and 
obviously, I think, well, he's Matt Corral. I guess he has a little, like I said, a little bit more into his game. I mean, Chad Kelly wasn't really, I don't know. Chad Kelly, I don't, he was just a, he was good though. He was, I, I was like, he was good in a lot of games, especially in that one year. In that one year, like you said, we had Treadwell and a few yeah. other guys. It's weird how they all fell off, but he was yeah, like, I, off the like his problem was off the field. I field, think on yeah. the field he was good. Yeah, I about to say Treadwell because we we went top. He went to what Vikings, right? With the treble, yeah, yeah, he was. I think he was a first round pick, but he, he definitely was a, was a, first he was a bust round pick. completely. Yeah, I know yeah. we we had him on our team last year. He caught one touchdown pass. Yeah, he was with us. I think he was on our practice. He was, he was with us during training camp. Yeah, damn, he was everywhere then. I, I think he's still with us. Honestly, I need to look that up, but I don't look too much. Got to be on the practice squad. Yep. Yeah, but oh uh, yeah, I think like I said Macaral definitely in a better position offensively to succeed more. But I don't. I just don't see that type of repeat happening. Yeah. In my opinion, but next game we got Cincinnati Notre Dame to uh you know well one doesn't really have technically doesn't have a conference and the other one is uh you know lower FCS school but Cincinnati Notre Dame number seven versus number nine um what do you think about this matchup? Uh, in my opinion, this is Cincinnati's first test of the year. They're yeah, undefeated. They played Indiana, but Indiana is not what we thought they would be coming into the season. You know, a lot of people thought their quarterback was going to be. Highly titled draft prospect, and that's not the case <laughs> at the moment. So it's the first, first test of the season. Uh, you know, Desmond Ritter, he's trying to make his draft stock go up. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a game, you know, everybody's going to have their eyes on. Top 10 matchup on NBC, uh, 2.30. I know people going to be watching the Bama game, but they're going to tune in to this one for a, a little bit. Yeah. And I just think uh, – I think it's going to be a good game because people say – some people say Notre Dame is better this year, but I don't think – I think in years past they're better than they are right now. Uh, yeah. Them having that close game of Florida State, mm, people were like, Florida State's back. No, they're not. They're trash. <laughs> uh, they've played well. You know, they had a close game versus Toledo, rough game versus Purdue. And then last week, my fault. Last week, they uh, they blew out Wisconsin. Well, not blew out. It was close early, but those big yeah. sixes at the end, you know, yeah. made the game get blown out of proportion. But I don't think this Notre Dame team is as good as in years past. And for that reason, I think that. Cincinnati will keep the game close. But I think in the end, Notre Dame will pull it out. But it'll be like off a walk-off field goal, 28-31 <laughs> or 29-28, yeah, something like that. that. But they always figure out a way to pull out a pull out a win. Something just goes their way at some yeah. point in the game, towards the end of the game mostly, and then they just somehow end up pulling out a win. People don't give Brian Kelly as much credit, I think. I think he's mm-hmm. turned the program around, and they're, you know, they're pretty consistent. They're not. Not winning the Natty, but mm-hmm. Notre Dame was never like this. I don't think so. So yeah. they were pretty decent back in the day when they had Golden Tate and Brady Quinn. Yeah, but, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. But nah, nah. Not like this. Every year they're ten and two minimum, pretty much now, or maybe undefeated. But mm-hmm. I, I think, of, like you said, they'll find a way to win. Desmond Ritter will play well. Cincinnati's a good program, as they showed last year in their bowl game versus Georgia. But I don't think they take that step yet to be the top tier program. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm still on the train. I just hope somebody ends up being Notre Dame because I don't want to see them like close to the college playoff like picture or talk or any of that. But I, I honestly think last year was their best chance or one of their, and they're one of their better teams in the last few years, in my opinion. Like I really liked their team last year, but obviously they got to the playoffs and stunk it up again. This this year, you know, they found ways to win. These last few weeks, they've gotten you know they've gotten better. You know, on both sides of the ball, to where, like I said, they, they're more so dominating the opponents that we figured that they would. Um, like I said, the first game of the year was 
you know, just up in the air, just expecting them. You know, they could have it could have went either way. You know, say we thought FSU was back, but no, hasn't been like that since week one. Week one was probably guys' best game slash best chance at really, you know, I guess a win in, in the next few weeks. But all in all, ACC has been trashed this entire year. But that's another conversation. Um, I think it's going to be another good game. Like I said, it's definitely Cincinnati's first test. Notre Dame has played a few quality opponents or at least some names. I don't know if they're quality opponents, but at least names. Like I said, Wisconsin, um, Florida State, some other some other teams. But I don't know. I feel like it's the same thing with them. They're going to find a way to win. It's going to be another close game. Definitely back and forth. I don't really see anyone pulling out, you know, any type of you know big leads, 10, 14, nothing like that. So uh, hopefully they lose, but – I I guess if I had to choose, I would go with Notre Dame. Like I said, a close one, probably a last second field goal or with 30, 40 seconds left in the game. So. I think it's going to be a good one. A lot of uh, three top 10 matchups, but a lot of good matchups overall, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I would say a lot of good matchups overall. Hopefully, like I said, we, don't, we ain't talking about my Gators enough on the show, but play no, Kentucky. Don't, I don't think we really need to until we get. They're undefeated though, so they might give you all a little game. It's a lot of those sneaky games. Like Auburn yeah. is ranked, but they almost got beat by Georgia State. They play mm-hmm. LSU. You got Boston mm-hmm. College and Clemson. Boston yeah. College is undefeated. Baylor and Oklahoma State. So it's yeah. some good games out there. Definitely some good games. Good slate of games. Well, can't wait to catch them because it's set on on Saturday. Hopefully, like I said, they don't disappoint, especially the ones that we've just covered. But uh. Ohio State might be on uh, on upset alert versus Rutgers, Moen, Jeff. Yep. Well, you kind of segue into the next thing we're probably going to be talking about. Like I said, some of these big-name schools that we normally would be talking about, we ain't talking about them this – we ain't been talking about them these last few weeks. And, obviously, for a reason, one of them, like you said, being Ohio State. I know we talked about them last week, of course, like with their quarterback controversy. Um, I don't know if McCord looked, you know – Head and shoulders above what we saw from, um, dang, I don't know why his name. Oh, uh, Stroud. I don't know if he looked, yeah, he looked any like you know, head and shoulders above and better than him. But you know, they did come out with the win. But of course, like I said, two top programs that we typically would be talking about Ohio State is one that we didn't talk about, the other one being Clemson, of course. So, part of our something or nothing this week, wanted to ask you Clemson's ranked 25. I forgot who they played this week, but we haven't seen them rank 25 in a while. Are their days as a powerhouse program over? I think this is nothing. Some a lot of people will think this is something. Yeah. Dabo will continue to get high-rated recruits. I think a lot of teams, a lot of top teams are struggling this year. A lot of teams are losing, having close games. It's just I don't know what it is. This season's mm-hmm. a little different, and I think it's it's not being blown out of proportion. But Clemson's struggling like they haven't in years. They've been pretty dominant, mm-hmm. but it's you know every now and then teams fall off. Uh, maybe. They lost the offensive coach. I think it was Tony Elliott or somebody that went to USF. I think it was mm-hmm. Tony Elliott. Not it might have been somebody else, but uh, they lost the coach and they might have not replaced him with the right guy. I really can't. I don't know. I don't know what it is. You know, DJU hasn't played as well, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad they haven't given up on him yet. You know, stuff takes time. Just like with the C.J. Stroud situation, I'm surprised people aren't calling for his job in Clemson because, you know, if he was playing for Ohio State, they might have some fans yeah. wanted to try to take him off the field themselves. So <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. They're struggling. That loss versus NC State didn't look too well. It was a good game, but Boston College is undefeated this week, and they could potentially be two and three. So, like, if we were to ask this question next week, if they lose next week, I might mm-hmm. say this is something. You know, 
because this is this is not normal. But I'm willing to give it some time. You know, people have bumps in the road, and their schedule's favorable down the line. So I don't, I don't think they'll slip up too much. Yeah. But I, as of now, I think it's nothing. I'm not going to panic just yet. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely, like I said, nothing in the moment. At least for for future causes. Like if we're talking about their their days as a powerhouse program over, then it's definitely nothing. I don't think, you know, they're gonna retool. They're gonna reload. They're gonna figure things out and get better next year. I think for sure. Um, but this year, I don't know. Obviously, it's something like you said. It just it's, it just hasn't been hasn't been the same. Like it was in what, what was the score against Georgia Tech? Like. They barely won. I think they won by a touchdown. I'd say they won by a touchdown. It was something, something crazy. Like yeah, eight to fourteen. Yeah, eight to fourteen. I was like, what is going on? And I think it like it it was really like zero zero for a long time in the game. Yeah, they had a random ugly game. Yeah, it was definitely ugly. I mean, I I guess I can't put it totally on them, but it's like you don't see typically see Georgia Tech in like real close games like that. But I mean, they did blow out UNC last week, even though UNC is really overhyped and overrated this year. But you know. Maybe Georgia Tech is a little bit different than I'm thinking that they are from what I've seen seen from them in person. But yeah, like I said, it's just definitely something different going on in in, in Tiger Nation over there. Like I said, DJ definitely hasn't been the quarterback we thought. I know we only got a small sample size of them last year, but in that small sample size, it was a big game. And you know, we thought that type of you know, with them having a full year, learning the system, you know, being the guy, knowing he's coming in as the starter, that he would come out and play and perform a little bit better than he has. But all in all, the whole team really hasn't played that up to par. Like the defense has been hasn't really been what we normally see from Clemson defenses. Like they've kind of been a shell of themselves. Like they got names, they got guys out there, but you know, just nothing we're we're, we're normally used to seeing. Justin Ross is kind of I don't know if that's on play calling or if it's on DJ not really being or playing as well as we thought he would. But you know, he hasn't shown up as much. I think last week he had two touchdowns, but. Outside of that, the first few games, he hadn't really, you know, been on the field. Like, I wouldn't even know he was still there if, you know, he didn't catch two touchdowns last week. But I don't know. I guess same thing as you. I'm going to say it's nothing nothing for the future for sure. I think it's a little bit of something right now just because, like I said, we're not talking about the more likely their playoff chances are done and over with. Don't know what bowl we may play in. But yeah. it's, it, it's, it's definitely something for this year just because we wasn't expecting this type of result. But nothing for the future. Like they're obviously easily going to retool. They're still top program, top recruits. Everybody's going to go there. It'll probably be, it, it, it probably won't even be a story or a thought next year. Honestly, like this will all be forgotten. Like yes, it's a very very bad and down year. They're winning ugly. They're losing ugly. But all in all, I don't think it's going to be nothing. Dabo's still season coach. Recruits are going to want to go there. They're going to want to play for that school, big name school, ACC. And then typically, like I say next year, as long as you take care of business, like I don't, I don't really know what out of conference games they've scheduled for next year. Like obviously, we saw they played Georgia early on this year, but you take care of the ACC, you're honestly, you're right back into national championship talking contention. So they should be all good. Most definitely, I agree with everything you said. Yeah. Next, of course. Got a different one up there, but we'll go back to that one. Next thing, we're going to switch over to NFL, but still talking a little bit of something or nothing. Kansas City, one and two. You know, wasn't really expecting that either. Obviously, they their defense, we already know their defense has just been okay. They've been a middle-of-the-road defense, but offensively, I mean, I won't say they've struggled, but they haven't been like that high-power offense that we're typically normally seeing. Like, teams are being able to match them point for point, as we saw with Baltimore and uh, with the Chargers last week. But they're one and two you know, at the bottom of their standings in the AFC West. 
are they in trouble at all this year? Nothing. Nothing <laughs> at all. Uh, I'm not going to overreact. They're still my Super Bowl favorite. Their defense has always been bad since Mahomes has been there. Even when Alex yeah. Smith was there, they weren't the best. But, no, they've always been bad. They'll get it together in the offense. You're correct about that. Defenses, they haven't figured them out, but they've started slower. Like, mm-hmm. they started down 17. I think it was 14 0. I was, I was going to say 17, but 14 for sure. Yeah. Uh, they were behind in the Cleveland game. The Baltimore game, they stayed ahead, but teams have been able to slow them down. But they've, oh, you see, they get back on track in the mm-hmm. blink of an eye. Like, you turn away from the TV and the game's tied. Yeah. So I think they'll be able to get it together. The defense has always been bad, but they'll be able to force a little more timely turnovers. I think Chris Jones and Frank Clark got to step up. Those are their two other best players besides Honey Badger, and I think they got to make a a big a bigger impact. I, but I think they'll be fine. I'm not overreacting to this. They're still gonna they're still gonna be um, one of the top dogs in yeah. their division and in the conference when the season's over with. You know. Yeah. And I hope people aren't overreacting about them being the last place through week three. Like, come on, bro. They're one, one, they're one game behind. Yeah. Uh, San Diego, not San Diego, LA, mm-hmm. and all that. But yeah. Yeah. They knew that. They said, what? Raiders, Raiders are three 0 but that's not going to last long. They'll eventually slip up. I know they start, they start off high each yeah. other, but one of their losses is definitely coming in, 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 you know, in the next few weeks. But same here. I'm going to say nothing to, like you say, it, we're not typically used to seeing them use, or at least in the last two years, lose two games within their first three. But this year they did have a tougher schedule. And I think teams in their conference did get a little better. You know, Chargers, I think, got a little better. Raiders, obviously, like I said, name wise, they didn't really add much, but they did what they need to do in order to improve that team. Um, and I guess it, it looks, well, I won't even say that. I won't go as far as say that. I'll just forget that. But they are looking a little bit better. Derek Carr is looking pretty good. Their offense is, you know, okay enough to win games and pull out games. But all in all, I think their schedule was a little bit tougher this year anyway. Um, I was expecting, I think we were, we had three or four losses anyway. You know, maybe they're just getting them out I, the way early. I had three. Know. Yeah, I had, I had three. three. I might have had three too then. I don't think I had more than But I uh, didn't have more than four. You, I know, yeah, nah. Trust me, we didn't disrespect them like that. So the good thing is, you know, Chargers was one of those losses. So yeah. I can just flip it. I had them losing to the Chargers on the road, but they'll get them back in LA. Yeah. So sure. Exactly. So you know, it's it is it's nothing for sure. They'll definitely be right. They're probably more likely win the AFC West, be one two seed, possibly in the uh in the AFC conference as a whole. But it's nothing at the moment. I think. They have enough dogs in that locker room, love veteran leadership, and obviously a good head coach, Andy Reid, to get them back on track and have this be not even a conversation in the next two to three weeks. Like I said, the next two or three weeks will probably run the tables and they'll be, what, three and two, four and two. So definitely nothing to worry about, nothing to fret. Obviously, like I said, offense, they've been able – teams, like you just said, teams have been able to slow them down a little bit offensively, but you can only slow them down for so much. Um but you know Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, all of them gonna get back on track. Uh, Ch, Clyde uh, Edward Hilaire, yeah, yeah. There you go. Clyde Edward Hilaire, he's starting to look like a little bit better in the backfield, starting to run the ball a little bit better. Um, so definitely don't sleep on him. And obviously Patrick Mahomes, still best quarterback in the game. Not gonna, not gonna bet against him. I think he'll definitely have these guys, you know, back on track. 
within the next few weeks anyway. So no trouble at all. But I think a lot of people just want to make it a, a thing. Definitely saw, you know, my Falcons, Falcons people, Falcons Nation talking about, you know, we're one and two, too. I know it was a joke. We're one and two as well. We're Super Bowl bound just like them. So You got to start with a bull, bro. <laughs> Please. Oh, man. But next, of course, we got the two guys to our left or my left or right, but on the left of the screen. Returning to to face their old head coach, Bill Belichick. Uh, I think it's Brady and Gronk's um, return back to New England. I think they played him last year, but I think it was in Tampa. Um, but, you know, a lot of people have been making this a big deal. I don't know if you saw or not. Um, I don't know what show I was watching for a quick second on ESPN, but they basically was saying, like, Tom Brady wanted to meet Belichick face-to-face and, you know, tell him goodbye or whatever, and Belichick requested, basically said, like, nah, and requested, like, a phone call. So, I don't know how much truth there is to that, but that was a little funny, a little crazy to think about as well. But, you know, something or nothing, just his return as a whole, a lot of people have been saying – and they're coming off a loss. They're saying that he's going to go in there and rip them to shreds. And it's also been the conversation, of course, was it more Belichick? Was it more Brady? Um, and, you know, a lot of people have been saying, of course, Tom Brady's not losing to no rookie quarterback. So just something, I guess, something or nothing about Brady Brady and Gronk's return. Do you, one, think those rumors were true? And, two, do you think anything, you know, big would come with this? Say, do you think they'll, you know, hug it out, shake hands in the middle of the field, or are they going to avoid each other? Uh, I do think the rumors are true. I think it's something. This game is – I've been waiting for it. I know everybody else is going to be tuned in. It's like Brady, you know, they had a the, the biggest dynasty in NFL history. They played together for how many years, 21 or 20 years? I think – I say 20 on the dot. This is year 22, I think, for him. Yeah. yeah. 20 years on the dot, they accomplished a lot together. And the way it ended was pretty sour, so – Mm-hmm. You know, it's something. Everybody's going to – literally every football fan is going to watch this game. I don't think – they had to make it Sunday night. They had to make it prime time. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be something, a great game. And I do think they're going to – you know, Brady's going to keep it classy. He might talk his uh, talk his mess during the game. But, you know, uh, after the game's over, they're going to shake it up at the 50. But it's definitely something, a lot, of, a lot riding on this game. A little bit for Gronk, you know, he kind of didn't want to play with Belichick. That's what it made it seem like he retired yeah. and then came back once Brady left. So uh, it's, it's something, you know, Bill, I know Bill wants to lock him up. Like, I don't know he wants <laughs> Brady to go 15 for 35 for 155 yeah. and four picks. Like, a horrendous game. And I think they'll show up to play. People talking about the Bucks going to blow him up. I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't think so either. But uh, Brady, in like, on the other end, Brady wants to throw for 400, and I know he wants to throw Gronk one or two tutties. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a good game. Everybody's going to be tuned in, and it's definitely something. A lot riding on this game, a lot of pride. And, you know, they both want to prove they can do without each other. Brady already did it. Belichick, I think eventually he'll be able to do it. I think he's still a great coach. Like, I don't want to take any credit. It was just Tom. I don't mm-hmm. think he would have got all those rings with Tom. Yeah. I mean, with, uh, without Tom, but I don't think Tom would have got all those rings without him. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. They both. It's a lot of pride on the line, and I can't wait to watch the game. So, it is definitely something, though, 100%. Definitely. It's like you said, it's really just a, like you said, a pride thing. Like even that, like him not wanting to see him face to face at the, you know, whenever he requested yeah, to see him face to face, that's you know pretty funny. Like you said, a pride thing as well. But it's crazy that that would even be a thing too, because like Belichick. It, well, I don't know. The rumors was always that Belichick wanted to keep Jimmy Garoppolo to be 
um, Brady's successor, but obviously, you know, Kraft um, asked that and sent him out to, you know, San Francisco. But we say being that, you know, Brady left, it's like, I don't know why he would even have any type of hard feelings. I mean, obviously, I see why you have hard feelings, but I don't see why he wouldn't want to see him, like, you know, face to face, whatever. If, like, he was trying to get him out anyway, like, not get him out, but just like, I don't know. I guess for him be more set up for success when Tom did leave or retire. I guess he figured he was gonna retire. I don't know, but definitely a lot of pride, a lot of personalities, a lot just a, a lot, you know, just into this whole matchup. Like I said, everyone's gonna be tuned in. It's gonna be fun to watch. But I don't think they're gonna blow him out either. I think it's gonna be a really good game and a really, I won't say really close game, but I think it's gonna be a really good game, especially in stretches. Um, I guess I can ask something or nothing too about the signing of Richard Sherman. Uh, everybody was saying it's funny. It's like he lose one time, then he go out recruiting, and obviously it's a, it, it, it showed and it worked. I mean, they did need secondary help. A lot of their guys are hurt. Um, and I think on the when that what I forgot who caught the touchdown. It might have been Deshaun uh, Jackson. Somebody caught the touchdown, but they they panned over the to Brady. And he just throws his head back, and I just I know I knew right in that moment in his head he's like he's about to go and try to get somebody to come whatever. And I knew Richard Sherman was available because I wanted my Falcons to bring him in after AJ Terrell got a concussion, and I thought he'd be out some weeks. But I was like, he's gonna go out and get somebody. And Lord and behold, it was Richard Sherman. But like I said, their secondary definitely needs some help. Obviously, their front seven is still you know greatly intact offensively. They they've been they played really well this year. But they're they, and it even shows in my Falcons it's like they only really offensively. They only scored 21, 28 technically points on the Falcons. If it wasn't for our punter shanking punts, I really think we could have held them to 21. But like you said, you typically don't see high power offenses like that get held that low of, you know, that low scoring. And the Patriots defense is head and shoulders way better than the Falcons defense. And a lot of other defenses, I think, um, they faced this this early season, besides maybe the Rams. So I think it'll be a close game. I think defensively, obviously. Bill will have some type of strategy for Brady and the and the weapons that he has around him, and um, all it really has to do is put it together offensively with Mac Jones. I don't don't know really how because you know the last few weeks they haven't really looked that great on that side of the ball, um, but you know I know he'll have a plan some way somehow. Um, you know to to stop him, like I say, it's just really going to come down offensively. Are they going to be able to put up points against them in that defense? So, but. Richard Sherman, like I said, something or nothing for you. Do you think he's going to be a, a big impact signing? Does he even play this week? I don't even know if he'll even play this week. I, I saw think he said he's ready to suit up, but I don't know. Yeah, I saw something that said he needed a week or two. I would, I know he would be working out and being in shape, but I don't know if he's in football shape. You know, there's a difference between running uh, in the grass and by yourself than you know being out there at practice. But yeah. I, I, I kind of think it's something. I don't think he'll make the biggest impact. He's like, what, 33 or 34 now? He's older, past his prime, all that. But their secondary was last in the league. They're pretty bad at the moment. And Sean Murphy Bunting won't be back till midseason with the dislocated elbow. So mm-hmm. kind of wanted to make a move. And, you know, Tom Brady was probably in his ear saying, you know, we can make a run. You could get another Super Bowl appearance or another ring. Hopefully, you know, he was telling him a ring, but hopefully another Super Bowl appearance to add to his Hall of Fame resume. So, uh it's in the middle. I'd say it's something. I th- I think he'll help, but I don't know what Sherman's. I'd have to see a game or two really to know. But I think Sherman will be okay. But I don't know for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's older I mean, though. Like, I yeah, don't, that's what I say. That's the that's the that's the thing. I don't know. Like he, but he did. I mean, last time we did see him in San Francisco, he did play, he played decent. He like played okay for young say his age. 
he still he still had a lot of you know or showed he had a lot of left in the tank, but that was a year ago. He's had a lot going on this offseason. And like you say, he's probably I mean, he's probably obviously worked out, kept his, you know, body in shape, but obviously not up to gain speed, especially guys that's been like what we're about to be in week four. Like he's coming in week five, week six. That's like it's gonna definitely be a big adjustment. But I think like you say, it definitely helps better than having like your third string corner out there, in my opinion. So uh, I agree. But last thing, something or nothing. Kind of want to hit on, obviously not football related, but been a lot of talk about it. I'm honestly tired of you know seeing it, but definitely had to include it in the show just to get your take on it. But uh, something or nothing, you know, just NBA players not getting vaccinated. Obviously, they're exposing their reasons. I kind of agree with Mo, like in a sense, kind of like I feel like obviously it's the reporter's job to do their job. They're gonna ask the questions. They're gonna want to know get the get the story get the inside or if they're vaccinated or not are they going to get vaccinated whatever the case may be but i feel like they only have to or are obligated to you know to expose that information to their employer like i feel like a lot of this is getting blown out of proportion i would obviously i'm vaccinated or you are too but you know it's their in a sense their choice like yes some people may see it as irresponsible but it's not you it's not your body it's not your Money is not your anything. Like, you know, that's their, they're their own person. They're, you know, doing what's best for them, best for their family, what they feel like is right or wrong, even though some of their information, some of the things that they've said, you know, it's a little, you know, confusing. But all in all, I think it's, you know, everybody's, you know, right for their own decision, for their own body for to do what they want to do. Yes, of course, they're going to miss games. It's going to hurt the team. You know, it's possibly irresponsible because, you know, they, I know they've gotten, or at least Bradley Bill's gotten COVID, but, um, you know, it's possible they can get it again. But, like, you know, people that have had the vaccine have gotten it as well, you know, for whatever reason. You know, it's not obviously fully 100%, you know, effective. It's like 99, 98%. So, I don't know. I just think it's getting blown out of proportion. I think it definitely should be something that is left alone and people shouldn't be attacking them and calling them, you know, such and such words for this type of situation when there's other situations where they're trying to it just seems like there's a certain group who is always trying to dictate what other people should do with their bodies and what they you know their 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 health reasons or whatever the case may be but something or nothing about some of these players not getting vaccinated i guess that's the question it's definitely something for the season like obviously it's already been said if their states have mandates they can't or if certain states have mandates they can't play in those games with like say away games or whatever the case may be but you know they're going to obviously miss some games. They're going to miss some money. So it's definitely something to their pockets and to the team. But what do you think it is? Something or nothing just overall? Overall, I'd say it's something. I wanted to be 50-50, but I think it's something mm-hmm. first because Kyrie would miss half the games on the season. Yeah. He missed 41 games because he couldn't play home games. Yeah. And that would be, you know, that's why his trade value is at zero, according to people. And it's just, that's kind of, it's just kind of getting in the way. You know, he was mm-hmm. injured last year. Now he'd be missing half the games. It's a distraction. Yeah. And they said if he gets traded, he's he gonna retire. I don't know if that was true or not, but that's pretty funny. I mean, I don't think anybody wants him right now with the way I'm not saying with the way he's acting, he's entitled to his own opinion about the yeah. vaccine, but just messing up the camaraderie of the team, they'd never be able to get in the flow. They only played like what 14 games together last year. Mm. So it, it's pretty it's pretty tough. And for Bradley Bill, I mean, it's kind of nothing, you know, it, it like I agree with Mo in a way. I'm vaccinated. I made the choice. 
but it's other people's choices too. If they don't want to put that in their body, it's fine. If they believe what they believe, let them do that. But if they're distracting the team or getting in the way of, you know, the success of the team, I think it's something, but it's kind of, it's something because Kyrie will miss games and it'll be a distraction in a way, but it's kind of nothing at the same time. But, you know, people can make their own decisions about their body. Like you said, it is what it is. COVID affects people differently. I've, I've been out sometimes, you know, to where I could have gotten COVID, but I've never since the virus has going, been going around, I've never felt like I had COVID. And since I've had the vaccine, I've never had like any symptoms, any, anything that made me second guess getting the va- vaccine. So, you know, mm-hmm. to each their own with this situation. I respect other people's opinions because it's like you said, it's, it's their body. We're not, we're not them. We don't make decisions for them at the end of the day. So, yeah, it, everybody it should be able to govern themselves at least. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I mean, all in all, who knows if the, if, if you know come season time? Because I mean, even the NBA is not like the the NFL; like they're not mandating them to. Obviously, they put in, you know place and, and rules like what's going to happen if you don't. Like you say, like they're going to miss certain games, certain places are going to miss out on money, but they're not mandating them to you know to have it. Which I feel like is good, you know, at least a, a good first step. Because like I said, the NFL is it was a little different like coming into the season. Um, you know, with, with certain players and what happened. I know a few, especially lower level players, got fined that first fine hit, and they're like, "Oh yeah, let me go get vaccinated" because they weren't trying to lose out on that money that they had already lost out on that first check. So I don't know. Definitely, so it's definitely getting away. Like I said, even with the Kyrie situation, I don't think they trade him, but it's definitely going to be a sticky situation in Brooklyn. Obviously, you know, with Bradley Bill, it's a little bit different. You know, franchise player, he still has as much years on the book, but. I don't know. Definitely, definitely a weird situation. But one thing I do agree on, or we both agree on, is everybody should be able to make choices for themselves. So, but that does it for something or nothing this week. Um, like I said, had to segue a little bit off topic, but wanted to talk about that for sure. Next thing, of course, we're gonna hop into our NFL talk. Want to definitely hit on before we get into the regular. Um, you know, games that's on slate, you know, big games, big matchups, NFL week four, do our pickums, whatever. Always got to show love to Jeff. Definitely want to, uh, you know, show his rankings. And last week he said, definitely got to see a side-by-side view. And this week I got it. Week three is on the left. Week four is on the right. few changes here and there. Um, but overall, from first glance, and that's probably going to take a second, what uh, what are your thoughts on the, on the NFL power rankings for week four? Uh, they're – you know, they're all right. I have some different opinions, uh, but I like it. Like you said, Jeff does a great job. I like the Rams at number one. I vehemently disagree with the Chiefs at number 11. I feel like that's a bit of an overreaction. I know they're one and two, but I mean, they're one and two. So that's the highest rated one and two team out there. So actually, I take that back. Um, I like the, the dropping of the football team. They haven't looked well. That defense was a, hasn't looked as advertised. Uh, I like the Broncos at 16. They steadily keep moving up. Even though they're yeah. not being quality teams, they're playing good football, not turning the ball over, and their defense is looking uh, right, in my opinion. And the Cowboys at six, I think, is a little bit of overreaction. That defense is playing well. That You know, they're forcing turnovers. The offense yeah. is looking good with that, with that balance attack. They're actually looking really well. I would like to see them play some other teams. Yeah, uh, you know, we'll, <laughs> like, we'll see that. The, the Bucks, I think Bucks. I mean, good. like I, me saying that is dragging it, and they beat the Chargers, who just beat the Chiefs. Chiefs yeah, but 
them blowing out the Eagles, I don't think the Eagles are good. They're coming back down to earth after beating your Falcons. I'm sorry to say it, but, you yeah. know. Yeah. That is true. We all but, know it's um, not anyway. Yeah, overall, uh, I, I like the Ra- – I, I do like the Ravens. They're not – they're not bad. I'm looking for some – okay, I see it. Yeah, every, everything is good so far. You know, the Rams are number one, the Bucks at two. Bills are playing better football for sure. But uh, as of now, I have nothing to say. I, but I do think we're the worst team in football right now. But I can't <laughs> complain about the Jets being lower than us because – I think they 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 haven't let in any game this season. And I do think, you know, we'll talk about it later, but we've been getting better every week in my opinion. So, yeah, that's the next thing we're talking about. But yeah, they they, guys have been getting better. I'd like, uh, like you said, the one thing I like is definitely the Broncos moving up there, moving up slowly, but surely. Like I know at a point they were definitely in the, he changes the categories each and every week, but I know they they were in like the, the last category, the last like eight teams. Um, But now they seem, Seen them move all the way up to, to zero worries. Like you said, they, they've been playing solid football on both sides of the ball. Defense has been playing, you know, really, really good. Teddy Bridgewater has, you know, done what Teddy Teddy Bridgewater typically does for teams. And, you know, he, he takes care of the ball, finds the right guy to get the ball. And, you know, they have a lot of good weapons on that side of the ball as well. Even with Jerry Judy out, of course, Sutton stepped up. Tim Patrick, um, Gordon's played pretty well. Um, so I definitely like them at 16 and continuing to move up. I like, like I said, some of the move backs, like the football team, they definitely haven't looked well at all. Um, defensively, like you said, that front seven, that's the best part of their defense. And they, even they haven't looked the greatest, like what we expected them to look like. like. I had to drop them in fantasy this past week. They got negative three points for me. Like I said, you can't get 41 points put up on you. Uh, even though, like I said, they are the, they're the Bills, but still it's like you can't get 41 points put up on you. Bro. Yeah, no, nah, that's, that's unacceptable. Yeah. And say, I'm I'm talking like well I'm saying it as if my Falcons didn't let the Bucks score 42, but two of them were picks. That's why I'm saying it really wasn't the defense. It was two short field picks, sixes. But um, yeah, like you said, I, Cowboys two at six. You know, I don't know if I'm just a Cowboys hater or or what, but I feel like that's definitely too high for them. I definitely would still have the Packers in front, sitting in front of them. Um, even the 49ers, to be honest, like. There's a few teams I think I I, I possibly will move up. Like I said, maybe I'm just picking and choosing. Like I said, there's six, 49ers or 10. But, yeah, like I said, they, they played okay. Like, la- the games, what, Monday night against the Eagles, like I said, that's kind of what was expected against, a, you know, an offense that has that type of high-poweredness to it and, you know, uh, Eagles team in general. Um, but – Except other games, like I said, they played they played okay against the Chargers. It wasn't really high scoring, but the defense has, I guess, started to find their way, started to play better. Um I I, I like their defense a lot. Like I, said, I think they got players. I don't like obviously I mean Dan Quinn's heading defense. I don't know. They just been playing okay football. I, I think, you know, the nod at, you know, staying in the game with the Bucks, them winning the other two matchups as well. You know, it may be the reason why they're there, but I think it's still a little too high for them. Other than that, I think everybody's kind of where they're supposed to be. Still early. Steelers, I don't know. They in trouble. Big Ben, I, I don't know if it's still too early for them. Like, that division can easily not go their way in a split second. Like, after this week, next week is possible. It might be over with. You know? If he if he looks the same way he, he has, like, the first three weeks after, you know, a week or two, I'm ready, ready to mail it in. 
I forgot who said it. I think Jerry said he needs to retire like mid-season. He needs to retire like now. Cause I don't know. It was just a bunch of memes and videos. Like he's tripping over his own feet trying to throw the ball. Like he's just doing a bunch of crazy stuff. Like he's not gonna he's not helping them win at all. I know it's not just him, but he's definitely not he's not additive. He's not a factor right now. Yeah. Man, I, I feel bad, bro. I, I really do. Like Big Ben's my guy. But what he's showing just ain't it. Say so they they're barely one and two too. I don't know. Like they really could be zero and three. Come on, bro. They're block punt away. They're block punt away. Exactly. They really they really could be zero and three. They could be in the nervous. They could be right down there with the Jags. They could be right, probably right in front of the Texans. Yeah, their defense a little better, so they yeah. you know, they keep them up a little higher yeah. in rankings. Oh yeah, one more thing. My fault, bro. Uh, hmm. The Bears, you know, they're in the same spot, but they should be lower than the Colts. Their defense played a hell of a game on Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday. Their offense couldn't get anything going. But as long as Matt Nagy's calling plays and, you know, we're not going to talk about it too much, but I have my questions about Justin Fields after, like, looking at the stuff in the preseason. So mm-hmm. I don't think the Bears are going to get any better right now at the moment. So I, I think they should be a little lower. Dang, I honestly forgot. I forgot that was one part of one the something and nothings too. I just forgot to put it in there. But th- did you before we move on to you know Thursday night football and talking about the Bengals and everything? Do you think? Do you think that Matt Nagy purposely? I mean, because we all were saying like the Browns was probably not a good first game for him anyway. Maybe I think I think we were saying this week, week four, yeah. week five was a yeah, big start. Lions. Yeah, exactly. So what 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 do you think about that situation? You think he kind of purposely? did that not through the game but just like he didn't really help him i mean justin fields did like looking back at some of the the, the highlights and plays like he did miss a few check downs and a few hot routes and stuff that he, he could have went to and held the ball a little too long but do you think matt Nagy kind of set him up for failure anyway i think there's no way that's crazy you know <laughs> uh some people said that it might have been on purpose that olaski did on purpose but i just i I can't see that. I think that's that's pretty wild. Yeah. I don't I don't know, but he could have done better, you know, moving when when you're getting pressure constantly like that, you got to get your quarterback on the move or throw a couple screens to slow down the pressure, but he didn't do too much of that. I think his first play action passers, first pass where he had him on the move was after his seventh attempt. So, on the yeah. first six attempts, you know, he's dropping straight back. And First, that pass rush is not a recipe for success. The Bears' offensive line is awful. Mm-hmm. You know, Justin Fields held the ball at times and, you know, misreads. They they ran a lot of quick games, but sometimes he didn't throw. He was hesitant to throw it, and the, they ran blitz. They got to him. But on both ends, I think it was a bad performance, uh, Matt Nagy and Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think he would sabotage his quarterback on purpose. Does he want to lose his job? Do you want to be jobless? Like, I, I'm pretty sure he likes his head coach money, so. I don't, I don't know why he would do that. So, no, nah, I'm disagreeing with that. I think that's nothing. I don't think he did that on purpose. But the play yeah. calling is something if he keeps calling plays like that, like he'll be out of a job and he'll make it, you know, he'll make Justin Fields look like he's a bust. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Like, a lot of people were saying, like, you got to adjust the protection a little bit. Like, you can't let Miles Garrett go one-on-one. That's that's not a recipe for it. I don't care how good your tackle is. Like, typically, like, eventually at some point in the game, you're going to have to get him some type of help or something like he was running certain stunts like certain stuff inside you know office line just kind of looked confused i didn't think the office line of the bears was that that bad but i mean kind of showed but all in all like i said hopefully he has a better showing this week i mean we don't even know who's starting the, that quarterback this week i forgot i forgot Matt Nagy, tough, all three of them yeah 
After like, you get thrown out there against the Cleveland, and then it's like you could be possibly third-string quarterback. Like That's not good for the confidence, bro, at all. Yeah, whatsoever, but who knows? Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully he throws him back out there. I think this is a perfect week for him to be out there, and I think everybody has also agreed about that as well. But uh, moving on, Thursday night, Jags, Bengals, about to kick off in about an hour. Um, your squad, what, what's, the, what's the preview? What's the keys to victory? Uh, <laughs> don't sound like as many keys. Nah, to I mean, I don't. It's it's it would it sounds simple, but just don't turn over the ball. We've turned over the ball a lot via you know throwing interceptions or fumbles. Uh, I'm not one of those crazy people that wants to call my quarterback a bust. I'm willing to be patient. I watch every snap, so I've seen him get better game by game. Last week they played well. They should have won a game. They really dominated the game after that pick six, but you know. Keys to victory is offensively for us, establishing the run game. We literally had a drive, Jelani, where we ran the ball eight times in a row right down the Cardinals' throat, and they couldn't stop him. We literally went 75 yards in eight plays, running the ball like Robinson, Robinson, Hyde, Robinson, Robinson. Couldn't stop it. So keys to victory is establishing the run game and just, you know, limited turnovers. I think Trevor Lawrence, they're, they're getting better play calling with the play action passing. I think they're – Running nice play designs, getting guys open, utilizing all our weapons, uh, spreading the ball around well. So if we can get the run game going, the play action will be even more deadly. And on defense, we finally caused our first turnover of the season, which is terrible. <laughs> we need we need more. And that was by our worst defensive player, Andrew Wingert, um, our little safety. Mm-hmm. Our little, uh, I guess, Jim Leonard. Uh, I guess you could call him Jim Leonard. But <laughs> on defense – the big we got to force more turnovers and we got to get to the quarterback. Josh Allen and Clay, uh, Chase on are two big time, not big time pass rushers, but they have big time ability at the pass rusher position and they've underperformed, uh, especially Josh Allen after his rookie season, in my opinion. So getting to the quarterback and finally forcing those timely turnovers will be the key to victory. Uh, Joe Mixon, you know, he's had a decent season. Um, we just traded our corner, CJ Henderson. Why do I do that? I don't I, I don't really know. We could get into that, but I don't really know too much at the moment why we did that. But it's going to be tough to, you know, Jamar Chase is coming off a, a two-touchdown game, a, a, good, a fast start to his rookie season after people try to, you know, write him off after a couple of comments. But I think that the biggest thing for us is just, you know, getting to the quarterback and causing the turnovers and on the other side not turning over the ball and establishing the run game. It sounds simple, but – I think those are our biggest keys to victory because the Bengals don't turn over the ball that much. We can force Joe Burrow to turn over the ball. And his worst game was versus the Bears when they pressured him. So mm-hmm. if we can get to the quarterback, we can cause him to make a mistake here, you know, here or there. Because every quarterback human at the end of the day. But um, those are the keys to victory. Um, I'm going to go ahead and – no, I'm not going to spoil I'll wait till we do our pickles. <laughs> but uh, I, I feel I like y'all week. can win. Yeah, I'm feeling why. I'm having I... – I don't know. Me too. I feel like I'm gonna go with. I mean, y'all are on the road. Y'all are seven. I don't think that matters. Cincy, they don't fill up. Yeah, I'm about to say. I don't think so either. It's a Thursday, but I don't know. I just feel like y'all can win this game. Like you said last week, y'all did look a lot better against the Cardinals. It's just plays here and there. Like you said, turnover that flea flicking. I don't. I don't know what that really was. Y'all were up by what two points? That kind of turned the tide of the game. We were were up, bro. We were up five, but before that, we got up all the way up to. Geez, the final score is 19 to 31. It was 19 mm-hmm. to 10, so we're up nine. Yeah, 
Like you said, y'all played a pretty good game last week. I, I, I think y'all got a chance tonight for sure. Like you said, it's really just taking care of the ball. And if you establish run, just get Robinson more involved. I don't think he's – I can't personally say I haven't really fully watched a lot of the games. You're right. Like he's, he's either he hasn't been involved or he just hasn't performed the way he did last year. I don't know. It's he only has 31 carries through three games, bro. Yeah, that's not that's, enough. That's not good at all. That's not yeah. enough. You got to feed him. And y'all got Car- Carlos Hyde is still decent. I think he's still yeah. a decent little power back. He's a healthy scratch, though, so uh, oh, it's gosh. not – you know, that's not panning out. It is what it is, bro. But, yeah, uh, well, well – Y'all know, definitely got to get Robinson more touches and more involved. But, yeah, like, I, I feel good about it. I think y'all I think y'all got one – I think y'all can win one today. I think so. I, 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 like I said, I don't really got keys to victory besides the keys that you're telling me. But from what I've seen, like I said, it's really get James Robinson more involved. Defensively, like I said, create some type of pressure. And if you take care of the ball, then it should be you guys' game. I mean, I don't think Cincinnati is head and shoulders above y'all. Like, yes, they got bigger names. And they got they got some offensive weapons. You know, their receivers are really, really good. They got Joe Mixon. But I think you guys can hang in there for sure. You know, at least make it a competitive game. But this week's pick'ems, you know, overall, week three, this is how we fared. I think I won a game by a point. We can check just to make sure, but I'm pretty sure I went through it. The only difference, the di- we had a good amount of differences this past week, um, but it was obviously like our, our differences more. Like you picked the Giants, I picked the Falcons, and then like in one I picked the Seahawks, and you picked the Vikings. Like we just was flip flopping games. But yeah, um, I think you're finessing. Uh, I'm finessing. Hold no, on. I'm just I'm just chatting. But I don't know if I told you my gut was the Saints or I actually picked the Saints. Yeah, that's what. That's, yeah, you can't. Yeah, I think the the Saints and the Colts were I know two of the games you were like they would win, but you weren't picking it. You weren't picking them. And then I picked the 49ers, didn't I? Yeah, you picked the 49ers. The, the yeah, ones that week. you lost, I believe, were you lost the Giants one, you lost the Packers one, you lost um the Chiefs one cuz I lost as well. You lost uh the the Patriots one because I lost that one as well, and, and I know I picked the the Bengals one for sure. I picked the Bengals. Yeah, you picked the Bengals to win. You might be twelve and four too. Then maybe I did finish. I'm trying to think. Oh, oh my God, Jelani's Colts and Titans. I'll see here first. Jelani's trying to get me. I knew. I'm really not. No, did you pick the Colts or the Titans? Because I remember. No, I wrote all yours down. I remember. I, I picked it. On the I, iPad. Bro, I, that I was think, one of the gut picks. It, we'll just keep it there for now, but I'm gonna there's not gonna be no more guts. I'm picking what I what yeah, I feel. I got it right here. You pick Bills, Cleveland, Baltimore, Cardinals, Kansas City, Pats, Giants, Bengals, Titans, Denver, Raiders, Rams, Vikings, 49ers, and Dallas. So I think you yeah, I think you still I think you told them for it too. Because the only team that lost out of that was yeah, I lost. Yeah, you're right. I lost in the. I lost the. 49ers. Only teams that lost were Pats, Giants, 49ers, Chiefs, Chiefs, and wait. I think that was it. Wait, see, yeah, so only, only, no, no, no. I lost. You're right. Colts, the Colts game, the Chiefs game, the Pats game. Yeah, but you picked the Titans though. I think you yeah. picked the Titans. As I said, yeah. Oh, so I twenty-seven the, oh, and twenty-one. Thirteen and three. Yeah. Okay. 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 See, I'm now nah, you so twelve and four too. Oh wait, hold on, bro. I'm, I must be lost. Honestly, say it one more time. I I lost the. You picked the Bills, Cleveland, Baltimore, Cardinals, Kansas City, which lost. Mm-hmm. Pats, which lost. Giants, which lost. Oh, that was the other one. Bengals. Yeah, right, you're right. Yeah, you, there we go. 
Twelve four. Titans, Denver, Raiders, Rams, Vikings, 49ers. Yeah. So yeah, twelve. It was 12 and 4 too. So 28 and 21 is my fault. Gotta re, re redo that, but still down by Wait, no, nah, it's down. twenty, yeah, twenty eight and twenty. 20 yeah. We gotta we gotta got thirty two sixteen. So you're right still down now. by four. Still down by four games because yeah. I, I lost four games. So still down still down by four. But you're inching your way back ever so often. Like say you're 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 right there. And maybe it'll happen this week because I feel like this week we're gonna have a lot of differences too. Yes, but, sir. Uh, this week, of course, um, it's our NFL pickums week four pickums. Let's get through them real quick. So on tap, of course, tonight we got Jaguars and Bengals. Who are you going with? I'm going with the hometown team. I, I think we're gonna we've been playing better each week, and we're gonna put it together for 60 minutes. And I think that Trevor Lawrence has his first turnover free game. And his first primetime performance and his first dub. So, uh, yeah, I'm going Jags 31 28 in a nail biter. I don't think it's going to be easy by any means. And I will say this either we're going to win nail biter or we're going to get blown out by 14 plus. Jesus Christ. I don't know why I'm going with the Jags too. I just, I've, and maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just giving the game away, but I just feel like they're going to somehow win. I don't know. I don't really know how to describe the feeling, but I just feel like you say it's, it's a primetime game, it's a Thursday game. I think Trevor Lawrence will play well. Like I, said, I don't think he'll turn the ball over. It's just yeah. really going to come down to the offense if they're able to, like I said, produce, like I said, hand the ball off to Robinson, get him involved, and defensively they're going to be able to stop Jamar Chase and the other weapons that they got in the receiving core. But Browns, Vikings. Hey, man, this is a tough game because the Browns have played a lot of close games against mediocre opponents, and the Vikings could very well be 3-0. and So I'm going to surprise folks. I'm going with the Vikings. Vikings. You went with them last week, and they won too. Maybe maybe that, that success will continue. Chiefs, Eagles. Come on, man. Chiefs. Coles, Dolphins. Uh, Coles get their first dub. Tua does, isn't playing yet. Jacoby Brissett. I know it's a revenge game, but I'm sorry. They, they let, they're they going to show that they let you go for a reason, my boy. I mean, he played pretty good against the Raiders. Hey, man, but they didn't get it done. And the Colts, have, they're on three. They're not going on four at home. Uh, nah, not, not digging that. Uh, no, my fault. It's in Miami. Yeah. Still got the Colts pulling out their first dub. I, if they go on for their season's over. Yeah. Giants, Saints. Mm. Tough one. Saints first game back at home. I think they're finally back home for good. Yeah. So, and, and, yeah, I'm, I'm going Saints. I'm going Saints. Uh, Giants, have they've led in every game this year, but they struggle to close games, and they're not yeah, going they to close My first time really was watching, obviously, when they played our team. It's like I felt like at any – it's rare that you feel that way about a Falcons team, but I felt like at any moment I was like, "All right, we can win this game. We're probably gonna win this game. We're going eventually. We'll take off. Something's gonna happen, but they're not gonna. Yeah. Win. They're not gonna just outright win this game. But they're definitely a weird squad. It feels like they they have a lot of talent on defense. I don't know why they're not as good as they're supposed to be. But Lions, Bears, Bears. Oh man, hold on, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me let me slow down because the Lions. Every team we disrespected, like the Lions and the Texans, they play better than expected. They really like Justin Tucker wasn't that guy. They'd be one and two right now. But, you know, I think any – I don't know who's going to start a quarterback. It's hard to, like – Even pick, yeah. Man, it's, it's in Chicago. I'm, go, I'm going with the Bears. Their defense is going to play well. Cost yeah. I'm going with the Bears. I about to say, all hell going to break loose is they lose against the Lions at home. Panthers, Cowboys, that's going to be a good one. It's in Dallas, right? Yeah. 
All right, sorry, Sam Darnold. You know I'm on your train, bro. But the Cowboys playing good defensively. You lost CMC. I think you're, you know, you got a better play caller, better surrounding, but your main target is gone and CMC. And I think they get their first loss. The Cowboys are playing pretty good. I'm not ready to hop on the train, but they're playing better than mm-hmm. years past for sure. Texans, Bills, Bills, Titans, Jets. Titans, not even close. I hate to say it. Uh, <laughs> I know it's probably in New. It's in New York. The Jets will play better, more inspired at home. But nah, they don't <laughs> want to tackle Derrick Henry. Big matchup: Cardinals Rams. Matchup of the undefeated teams. I think the Rams keep rolling. They're at home. I know. Yeah, it's in LA. I, I just think right now, the Rams are playing. Uh, Sean McVay finally has his quarterback quarterback to where he can just open up the playbook and say, you pick what you want to call. We can run it. I think he can hit every, their offense is just taken to a new level as we see. Uh, and I think the Rams will continue to roll. Yeah. I feel that as well. That's what I'm going with. Seahawks 49ers. Bro, why do they do this? Like the, the Seahawks are one and two, but we know they're not sweet by any means. <laughs> And if you watched that game last week with the Vikings, like the Vikings just got on a roll. They they couldn't be stopped uh, from like midway through the second quarter. They just kept scoring. But, oh, man, like San Francisco could be undefeated too. Yeah, they really could. I Literally think 37 seconds away. I think they panic a little bit in San Fran. I'm going to see Hawks to make the uh, San Fran go 2-2. Two and two. Ravens-Broncos, another good one too. Yeah, and it's in Denver, too. Mm-hmm. Ravens haven't, you know, they came off. I, I think they weren't, you know, they're underestimating the, the Lions because they just beat the Chiefs, the Kryptonite. But I think that they finally come back down to earth. And I think that the Broncos win this game. Let me stop. Do. I think the Broncos win this game. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, Teddy's not going to turn over the ball. The Ravens are depleted. Not depleted defensively, but. Missing a lot of defensive pieces, and they won't, you know. I don't think that they'll be able to overcome some late heroics, a fumble by quite, uh, what's his name, Edwards Alaire or mm-hmm. a Justin Tucker kick, and I think the Broncos will win it. Yeah. Steelers, Packers. Packers. Steelers are trending downwards quickly, but I think they'll play better this week, but they still won't get the dub. Bucks and Pats. See, this is this is I say I said last week this is my last time doing this. I promise you. I only did it one time this week. I was, you know, straight up with most of my picks. I'm picking the Bucks, but you know, if they if the Pats win, I'm not surprised. I don't think it will be a blowout, and I'll predict the score for this one. I think I think Mac Jones is finally gonna air it out, you know, put up some points. So I'm going 38-35. 38, 35 bucks. Yeah, with a walk-off field goal. I don't even know who their kicker is because they haven't been kicking like that this year anyway. But I forgot. I think it might be Suckup, like Ryan Suckup, maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Raiders, Chargers. It's a Monday night matchup. Another good one. This this week got a lot of good matchups. It is, but yeah, all right. This one's easy for me, in my opinion. I think the Raiders come back down to earth. They're undefeated. The Chargers are their – I would say their biggest quality opponent because they beat the Steelers, who haven't looked that well, and they beat the Ravens, but – I think the Chargers are the best team they played this season, and I think that they will prevail. You know, 
coming off a big win, could be very well be 3-0. Like a lot of teams can be 3-0 or 0-3, but the Chargers, you know, got their young superstar quarterback, and I think they will roll. Where's that matchup at? It's in Los Angeles. Yeah, it doesn't matter anyway. I think the Chargers, yeah, I got the Chargers. Yeah. And Washington Falcons. Yeah, I, I know I'm gonna get I'm gonna catch up one game on this one. I'm going to watch and they're gonna bounce back. Is this game in the A? Yeah, it's at home. Oh yeah, Heineke's coming back. You know, Colin Shirley's gonna have <laughs> he's he gonna have folks in the stands. He might go for 275 and ATDs. So I'm going with a football Great, team. They man. finally step up. Montez is coming home too. He's from the A. Gonna put on the show for the fam. Might hit a little zob before the game. So uh, I'm going with the football <laughs> team. You're tripping. You did this last week. Keep picking against this, though. Yeah, no, nah, I was. I'm, I was I'm great being that. at 500, two and two. I'm going with my Falcons, of course, for the first one. I just worked my way back. Falcons for sure. We're taking this one by at least ten points. I already said I'll go with your Jaguars tonight. I don't know if that's a, a mistake or not, but I'm just feeling something. Something's telling me they're gonna win. I'm just gonna go with it. Browns, Vikings. I'm going with the Browns. I don't believe in the Vikings. I don't even know if Dalvin Cook is playing again. I know he didn't play last week. I definitely go with the Browns. Chiefs, Eagles, Chiefs, easy one. Colts and Dolphins. Hmm. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm going to go Dolphins. I got to. Joe Kobe Brissett proved enough to me to where I can see them beating the Colts, especially at home. Saints definitely, you know, coming back home. Giants really are not that not aren't a good team. They go 0 4 and still possibly have a chance to win a division depending on what Dallas does. Lions, Bears. I want to go with the Lions. I'm gonna go with the Lions. That's a bold pick. I'm I feel like it's super bold. And I don't know why I'm going with them. But obviously, I don't know who's gonna start for the Bears, and I just don't believe in Matt Nagy making right decisions. So I'm going to go with the Lions. Panthers, Cowboys, I'm going to go. I can't go with the division foe, but I also can't go with the team I hate. But I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I guess I'll go with them. I'd rather take a Panthers loss or see a Panthers loss. I'll go with the Cowboys at home. Bills for sure at home. Titans on the road. Rams, they just look too good for me not to pick them. Um, and I think DeAndre Hopkins got hurt or is hurt. Still playing, though. But He's getting locked up last week. That's what I know. Yeah. He needs bad. to sit out a game or two. I don't know if the Rams game is one to do it, but he needs to. <laughs> Seahawks 49ers. Dang. I keep going with the Seahawks. And I've been doing I've done this for years. I always go to the Seahawks. I'm like, oh, they're gonna win. Like I still see him as a quality team. Like just I just think Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll, and Lockett and Metcalf. I'm like, oh, they're gonna win. But their defense is god awful. It's god awful. I don't know. But like you said, I think they've taken two tough losses back to back weeks. I think they gotta win this one. Like this, this one's like a test of manhood. They don't if they lose this one, what everybody's been saying about them this year is definitely true. Like they're not making the playoffs, but they they gotta win this one. Ravens, Broncos. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Broncos too. I just think that they're they're good defense and safe play football. I think this is gonna end up winning. It's gonna be close though. I think they win by like a point or two. Packers got two. Bucks, unfortunately. And I'm gonna go with the Chargers too, like you said. So I think we only had what th- two, three different ones, but still enough. Yeah, I, two different. I went with the Lions and Falcons and Browns. So those are our differences. Oh, and I went with the Dolphins as well. So those are the four differences for us this week. Yeah, hopefully, you know, I'll be we'll be tied up. Yeah, that means I would have to lose all four of them. 
It would be tough, though. You know, like, all those go either way. I just think the definite picks – I think the picks I'm going to win 100% are the, the Bears and your Falcons because last There's week no the Giants, way. just watching that game. That was a, that was probably one of the more boring games I've ever seen. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to watch this game for Jelani and Chris, you know, so I can maybe talk some mess, but – Nah, it was – It was hard. It was hard to watch, bro. It was definitely tough. One t- Like, that one's up there with the – whatever Super Bowl was here in Atlanta. Oh yeah, the Rams are on pass. Yep. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty boring. I I, I I there's some plays that I watched in the highlights that I didn't remember seeing. I'm like, what? When did this happen? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. But um, yeah, that does it for today's show, man. The end off. Obviously, they they dropped the Super Bowl people. That's gonna um, or Super Bowl performances that's gonna be happening in Los Angeles. Dre, Snoop, Kendrick, Eminem. I think Mary J. Blige too. Uh, pretty loaded. I mean, that's definitely a big upgrade from what they've done in the past years. Like, we had Maroon 5 here. Like, how you bring – how you come to Atlanta and bring Maroon 5 to perform? Like, that shit, that was some bull. And then last week, last year, I think it was the weekend, I want to say. Yep. Yeah, so if, out of those people, which like I said, is pretty loaded, I didn't think they'd get – I mean, it's Los Angeles, so they probably just wanted to do it Hollywood, whatever they wanted to do, and bring out a lot of people. Obviously, they brought um, – bring out three people that's native to the area. Who would you leave off? I gotta agree with Mo. I would go Eminem. You, you gotta leave Snoop. He's from the area. Dr. Dre, you know, legend. Mary J. Who else was on there? Mary J. Snoop. Dr. Dre, Dr. Was Dre one more person, Eminem. Right? Kendrick. Kendrick. I'm sorry, Eminem. You gotta go, my boy. Uh I don't I mean, you can't really go wrong with anybody, but I would just keep that lineup. Mary J. Yeah. Uh Snoop, Dr. Dre, and um Kendrick. Yeah, can't leave Snoop. Snoop, Snoop, staying. Mary J. Yeah. and Doctor J. might be able to go, but Snoop got to stay. He's from Cali. You can't, you can't, you can't keep, keep him off. Like that's like, yeah. and the Super Bowls in L. A. too, or whatever, wherever their stadiums at. But yeah, mm-hmm. nah, you can't do that. Yeah, I say Eminem though. Yeah, it's gonna be it's, I, it's gonna be cool to see how all of it matches up. To be honest, I mean, I know Doctor Dre and Eminem's doesn't work together. Obviously, I think Snoop and Doctor Dre done a little bit of work together. Kendrick, Kendrick, Kendrick. Mary J. Blige done a little bit of work with all of them as well. So it's going to be interesting. Definitely. I'm glad they, uh, you know, came around to their senses and, and made the Super Bowl halftime show a little bit better this year. Got some actual performances. I mean, weekend's okay. Maroon 5, I'm still mad about that. I don't know what the hell they were doing. Like, you can't – how you do that to to this city? How you do that to us? But then L.A., you want to bring in their home. You bring in their people that stay there, but here you don't even try. Like, it didn't seem like they tried whatsoever, but whatever. Raw. That was like three years ago, but yeah, man, that does it for everything that I got. Anything we missed today? Nah, just looking forward to another uh action packed weekend, a, a better Saturday this week. Mm-hmm. But Saturday and Sunday will be you know filled with a lot of good games, and we'll have a lot to talk about. Uh, overreaction Monday when we get back on, on here next mm-hmm. week, and I have a lot to talk about uh going into this this week, you know, previewing the other matchups on um, see you Sunday, yeah. Definitely, definitely check out See You Sunday. I think I should be able to make an appearance this Sunday for sure. I think 11 o'clock off the bar network, Couch Coach Live. Yep, Saturday. Um, yeah, I def- I'll be on there this week. Um, of course, previewing the NFL matchups for the week um, or weekend, rather, and the overreaction Monday as well following. I should be able to get on that one as well. I, I've been able to watch, been able to see all the overreactions. I got to have my own overreaction. If the Falcons win. I'm for sure coming on, but yeah, um, I, I promise you, please don't say what I think you're gonna say, bro. No, nah, I ain't gonna say nothing crazy. 
I ain't gonna say nothing crazy. It probably it probably wouldn't be about five. It probably be about something totally different. But yeah, definitely check out those two shows that's coming Saturday and Monday. Like that, say you've been on a few couch coach shout out to them. Also, um, shout out to everybody on Off the Ball Network. Shout out to our sponsors, Ice Shaker and My Bookie as well. Um, definitely follow everybody over there. A lot of people dropped some good um, articles. I think Kenneth just dropped one today about the top five um, or the five games to watch this weekend. Um, but definitely check out everybody's work. Um, and that does it for today's or this week's episode of What the Game Means to Me. I'm that, or I'm Jelani, that's that, and we'll catch you guys next week. Have a good one. Catch y'all next week.